Welcome to Business Talk Sister Talk. I'm Becca. And I'm Ruthie. And today's episode title is What is Network Marketing? And with us today, we have Jen Zonlo. And she has had a variety of experiences in life. Um, just talking with her a little bit earlier about being a Uber driver and now and having a Lemo company. And now she's doing a whole bunch of other things. And we're super excited to get into that. So thanks so much for being here with us today. Thank you. It's wonderful to be here with the ladies. We're rocking it definitely in this world and taking on leadership by storm. So uh, I'm just grateful. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You'd said that you'd just like splash some water on yourself. I don't know if that was an accident or not. Yeah, but we're all... my surprise there. So um, I'm refreshed and ready to go. <laughs> Perfect. Um, well, tell us a little bit about what you do. Well, previously, uh, my background was in social work and um, also counseling. I worked in that area for six years, helping men and women with substance abuse. And mm -hmm. I'm also the host of Number One Encourager podcast that I started this year, January 1st. And I'm also a full-time entrepreneur, which leads me into being involved with network marketing for over a decade now. Mm. Wow. Okay. So tell me um, why, what's the why behind how you started doing this? Oh, that's, that's a big one. Actually, that starts uh, with me um, sitting Indian style on my bed in my early teens, uh, writing on a notebook uh, the word psychology on the top of it and wanting to actually help my friends and my family solve their problems. Mm -hmm. And so that led me into counseling. But shortly, not too many years after that, I realized that I had a bigger calling and um, I just, I needed to stand taller on something else. So my brother had actually opened a door to me and introduced me to his mentors uh, at the time who later on, I didn't realize would change the entire trajectory of my life. And that why was all encompassing around helping people. And I realized that I could be able to do that uh, within this business model. And I was excited about being able to tweak my mindset. And one of my mentors, mentors said, the highest reward for a man's dedication to excellence or a woman is not what one gets from it, but what one becomes through it. And that was impactful to me. And that's why I'm in this industry today. Wow. That there's so much there to unpack. And I love that. I love your heart in that. That's so cool. So tell us a little bit about how you do what you do. Like how does network marketing work? Well, it's changed throughout the years. This is not, um, a soap business, uh, knocking on doors, um, <laughs> hype up, sign up, recruiting kind of thing. Um, this is about leveraging the internet in the 21st century. I mean, this business model started out 60 years ago and today it is totally, yes, it's transformed lives, but it's transformed as an industry as a whole, because, you know, the key factors is really are building relationships and educating people um, not just on different products and services, but also educating them inside and out. And we believe in the four pillars of life and actually helping people in those areas, which is uh, finances, relationships, spirituality, as well as health. And I would also like to say health is connected to your mindset. And that's a big part of how we do what we do is mm -hmm. helping people to understand that they can grow in their mindset and they can do and be whatever they want to be. And also let's think about it like this. We already are 
brand ambassadors uh, for different brands. The only difference is one of us is getting paid and one of us is not. So it's the ability to get compensated to move a product, share a product, use a product, um, just as someone would be on a commercial talking about a vacuum. And every time that commercial plays, they get paid for it and compensated. And also the other way of how we do it is having exclusive rights to move those products and services, getting an LLC, being able to be registered, and also build a team of people who benefit and profit together from their purchasing power. Yes. Okay. So let, let's let back this up a little bit because I'm like, okay, this is a little bit different than what I was thinking was originally because I've heard network marketing as interchangeable with like um, an MLM or multi-level marketing or all these different things. So are they the same or are they different? So there, people call this many different things. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, um, so network marketing, MLM, uh, direct sales, they're all pretty similar. They're just different names that people have called it. Um, even dates back to a name called distributorship or being a distributor. I, I mean, we're, we're dating ourselves back to the days of Avon, even. Hmm. That's the same idea that's still considered an MLM or a network marketing company. Um, you know, but then there's also affiliate marketing. And uh, affiliate marketing is just, perso- it's just promoting someone else's product, but having no legal binding or LLC attached to it. With network marketing, there is a legal binding and there is an LLC. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's the ability to also make money in three different ways. Ooh, tell us what those three different ways are. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, first of all is being a prosumer. And people say, well, what's a prosumer? Just th- think pro and con. Con, consumer, is not a bad thing. It's we're consumers for the rest of our life. That's what we will do. We will need mm-hmm. to consume. We will need to drink. We will need to eat. We will need to buy things to live. But a prosumer has the perks uh, on their end. And they have the ability to get paid for all of those things I just mentioned. So that's number one, b- becoming a prosumer. Number two is servicing customers and being able to receive uh, a commission on the back end for that. And number three is building a team and being able to not just profit from someone, but profit as a whole with one another working together in a team atmosphere. And it's it's what you guys do in 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 collaboration together, you, you make a small profit from. Okay. So if someone decided to do network marketing, where would they start? Well, let's just start with, you don't wake up in the morning and say, I want to be a network marketer. I want to go into network marketing. (laughs) I don't think anyone thinks that, but we're in 2021. We're in the middle of a pandemic still. And we have to think, do I want to own something? Do I want to have a business? Would I like to work from home? And I think a lot of people have been thinking that over the past year. You know what? How is there a way that I could generate an income? I mean, what we're doing right here, you are in a completely different state than myself. You can do the exact same thing and build a business and a network and relationships right through your computer. And you don't even have to leave your house or change your clothes. So the first thing, though, I would like to say is where do you start is first identify, do you want to own a business? Number two, identify, do you like working with people? Because that's going to be really hard if you don't. Mm -hmm. Um, And then number three, do some research, preferably with credible sources. 
you know, be mindful when you're Googling or looking up at Wikipedia, because most of the time that's nothing but people's opinions. You want to get the facts for what they are. And there is a resource I would like to recommend. Um, (laughs) It's called The Business of the 21st Century by Robert Kiyosaki. He wrote this a couple of years back, sharing the concepts of network marketing and why you should or should not take a look at it, why it may or may not be good for you. And he lays it all out in black and white for you. It's, it's the, the best book I, I could ever offer or suggest for someone to, to read who is thinking about it or looking at um, creating a business of their own at home. Wow. And um, yeah, I, I would say let's stick with those for sure. Yeah. So what type of personality do you think does well at network marketing? And that is a great question. And I, I think some of us might think it takes a certain personality. Um, it takes a certain kind of, of, of way about you. But truthfully, anyone, this, this business can be for any, any personality, extrovert, introvert, it doesn't make a difference. Um, it doesn't take a certain race or creed or ethnicity. Um, honestly, it's, a, it's more so than ever a, a business of, of, for women, because women, what are we good at? We're good at talking. We're good at promoting. We are good at building relationships. Um, but I'm not leaving the men out of this because this is a business that has been built with a lot of successful couples as well. And I believe it takes someone who's hungry, humble, smart, and appreciative to take hold of this kind of business opportunity. And if, if anyone who's listening right now feels that they're a hungry individual, they want more, they're humble, they're willing to put their ego on the shelf, um, that they're smart enough to decide the facts versus opinions and not just listen to their relatives or their friends, because first of all, you need to decide whether those individuals have what you want, first of all. And lastly, you know, it's just uh, this, this accountability, this teachable spirit, this appreci- appreciation, and that's a lot of things right there, but uh, being appreciative um, is a very important thing because um, that honestly, that's, a, an, that's something we are looking for in an individual when we decide to take them through a process and launch them in business with, that, with us is whether they're, they're willing and appreciative of that information we're going to share with them. Okay, so let's break this down or make it, maybe not break it down, build it up to be even broader here. Um, are you, are all network marketing companies created equal? <laughs> No, not at all. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, I think this is going to be really good. (laughs) What are differentiating? Yeah, go ahead. Some have quotas. Um, Others have income cutoffs at certain tiers. Um, Some are unfortunately pyramid schemes where there's actually no product or service exchanged for money. It's just money being moved around. Um, And then there's a stair-step breakaway system. And that's actually one that... uh, our business is incorporated with. And the stair-step breakaway system gives people the ability to build a team as big as they wish, and they can out-earn anyone's profit potential within that network. And it's, it's really about an equal equity playing field. And that's what you're looking for. You need to decipher um, through a couple different things. And in that book that I just mentioned, he goes through what di- what differentiates a a good network marketing company from a bad one. And it's like the the first thing is um, who's running the ship? 
who are the individuals that are, are speaking? What kind of success do they have? What kind of credibility do they have amongst their peers and their families and so on? And also it's not just necessarily about a product because products you can get anywhere, but yeah, you do want it to be a good one to share with others. You don't want to share <laughs> one that's not a good one, um, but also um, the longevity. How long has this business been around? Because we know mm -hmm. that the average business, you know, doesn't last any more than about two to five years after opening. So you want to make sure this is just not just a new startup. Mm -hmm. You know, some people think, well, I want to get into a startup. I want to start from the top, but that's not necessarily true. There's a different angle you want to look at this from. And if you're looking at a network marketing business that has a stair step breakaway system, that means that you can come in at any level and you can out earn the person above you. Hmm. Okay. So, how do you stay motivated to do network marketing? That's a great question. Well, my significant other and I, we would like to start a family soon hmm. and have the ability to give them a life we didn't have not to spoil them, but to provide them with opportunities and choices. And we believe in focusing on the dream, on the bigger picture, on our why. That why has to be strong enough of why we get out of bed in the morning and do the things that we do. But that why is for, you know, knowing that we have a responsibility to continue to help other people that initially, you know, have, have asked us for help and for guidance. So we also have to uphold um, that responsibility to them. Uh, so you've kind of talked about like the logistics behind this and the kind of what people do well in it, but tell us about the pros and cons of network marketing. Absolutely. So the, the pros, when we're talking about, you know, a conventional business, um, actually unlike a conventional business, you do not have to take out a six figure loan and leave your job to run it. And this is something that's built on a part-time basis. So that's a pro. When I say part-time, I mean about five to 10 hours a week. You know, maybe, you know, those hours that you put into a little bit of Netflix, TV, watching and other things, you can put into an hour or two a day into growing you and growing your business. Uh, the other pros of network marketing is there's no inventory. You, you don't have to have inventory. Mm -hmm. Uh, there's no office. There's no warehouse. There's a low start startup cost. There's really little to no risk, mm -hmm. uh, especially with our network marketing com company. We have up to a six month money back guarantee. That's mm -hmm. kind of unheard of. Um, mm -hmm. And it's, it's a very low monthly investment to continue building upon month to month. So mm -hmm. you don't have to take out loans or do anything crazy. Another pro is you get paid to shop. You know, I, I've told people, if, if I ever decided crazy me to say, ah, you know what, network marketing is not for me. Guess what? Shopping is. I would never quit shopping from the current company that I am affiliated with because they pay me and I get mm -hmm. points and I get paid on top of those points every single month. Another pro is personal development, is assisting people and coaching them in their journey uh, back to those four pillars I mentioned earlier. And I think that's a big difference between some other network marketing companies. I see a strong emphasis on education here. And another pro is also, we're looking at to help people build a big business network marketing company, not a small business network marketing company. Small business network marketing is focused on selling and recruiting. 
Big business network marketing is focused on education and mentorship and growing as an individual before growing in your bank account. Wow, which I feel like kind of boils down to what you were, even at the beginning of our conversation, you'd said that um, you had your mentor's mentor was telling you about stuff. And I feel like that just kind of plays into this really well. Yeah. So I want to touch on the cons real quick. I know we're getting short on time, but I wanted to hear those too. <laughs> oh, absolutely. So people, <laughs> people, that's like my answer. There are good <laughs> and bad people in, industry, in any industry. Okay. And, th- and that's, that is okay. Also a- another con may be putting too much pressure on recruiting your friends and family when maybe it's best to start on your personal development or utilizing other ways to generate leads. Mm-hmm. And that, that is the, uh, you know, the direction in which um, my significant other are moving into is, is really starting to automate everything that we do up to 80% of it in the lead leads department and sales. Um, and there's just so many other options to be able to put those different programs in place to make, to really make it overall a business that is leveraged on the internet. Mm. So, um, yeah, that is the biggest con though. Yeah. So there's a lot of people that would consider network marketing like a scheme, right? So what, where does that reputation come from? The Ponzi scheme. People who, who, who scammed back in the day, um, others just by saying, hey, you give me a dollar, I'll give you this back. And they never ended up getting back because eventually at some point, there's just not enough to go around. Mm-hmm. And it, it ends up that people end up losing money along the way because of the structure and the way it was built to begin with. Okay. And how do you, so following up with that, like how do you evaluate which one is legitimate or not? And that is a great question. Again, it goes back to doing your research. Mm-hmm. And that's why I, I refer back to that book. It's almost the Bible of network marketing to me because you need to go through a couple different areas and evaluate those areas of who is running the ship, what kind of product line, what's the compensation plan and structure, um, and also what's the longevity. How long mm-hmm. has this business been around? If it's been around only a couple of years, you might want to reconsider. You want to ask, you want to ask more questions. You also want to see how much money are you getting back in return for your product usage and services or those in which you are selling and promoting to other people. Mm-hmm. If, if it's lower than, than 25%, you need to evaluate that, that compensation structure and it might not be worth your time. Mm-hmm. That is a good number of reference, 25%. Okay. So what tools or resources would you recommend to anyone who's interested in knowing more about network marketing? The Business of the 21st Century by Robert Kiyosaki. <laughs> it's a great overview and understanding. Um, and also, uh, we have a free report that we give out. And you can actually go to our website, www.daenerys-gen.com. And you can go to the Work With Us page. And we will have this available, um, the network marketing versus everything else. It shares the difference in about 15 to 20 pages, a full breakdown of network marketing versus real estate stocks and even college education down to each one and why you would choose, you know, which might be the best fit for you or maybe multiple arenas. But I think it's a really great understanding of, um, why you should choose network marketing or choose maybe stocks or real estate as your 
a way of creating passive income. Awesome. Well, I'm excited that you have a resource already ready to go on that. <laughs> um, so give us like a little bit more detail about where people can connect with you. Do you have any like social media or anything like that? Absolutely. It's J, my, my, the first letter of my first name and Zonlo, <laughs> Z-O-N-D-L-O. And that is my Instagram. And also one, the number one, encourager uh, through Instagram as well. Oh, for your or, podcast. Mm-hmm. Great. That is also through my podcast, which somewhat I, I do talk a little bit about network marketing, but I t- I'm much like yourselves, I do talk to a lot of the entrepreneurs and those looking to go in that direction, just encouraging them there. And so those are two good uh, spots to um, be able to DM uh, myself and also our website, which I'm sure you'll put somewhere in the description here. So mm-hmm. you can be able to get the correct spelling there. Yeah, for sure. All right. Well, thank you for talking with us today about this. We've been like, I have so many more questions that we're not going to be able to get to. (laughs) I thank you ladies so much for taking time out of your schedule um, to to ask me to come and speak. I really appreciate it. Yeah. So we're going to transition into the sister gawk portion of our episode. And um, I know you would kind of mention that you had a story that you were going to share. So, um, okay. But we have to clarify what we're talking about because I'm really excited. So we were just talking about, so Jen lives in New Jersey. (laughs) And so there's like a total different like attitude and culture there. And I just to Minnesota nice. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> this just fascinates me because it's just so different. So yeah. Tell us a little bit about that. Do you guys like beep a lot where you guys are in the car? Do you beep? At, almost beep? never. Exactly. <laughs> so here that's a everyday thing wow. and people are not beeping at me, mm-hmm. um, but I think they are. And I get angry at them. I don't understand why we're beeping. The light just turned green. <laughs> I called that it turned green. I'm going to make that turn. So there's a lot of different things about the world over here. We are just a high pace. Let's get going. Get out of my way. I'll get it done no matter what kind of attitude. And so when I moved to Hawaii when I was 20 years old, I had the hugest culture shock. I mean, I was excited. I was in paradise, right? But People were too nice. <laughs> I freaked out. I'm like, why are people so, does somebody want something from me? That's it. My mom said, you know, to be careful of this. I have to watch myself. I have to watch my reputation. You know, somebody might try and take some. No, everybody's just nice there. Mm-hmm. No one beeps in Hawaii. I hit into somebody, rear-ended them, and they said sorry to me. <laughs> yeah. And one time on the bus, and this is my last little story there, because it really, it really showed me the difference of where I came from to then go 6,000 miles to Hawaii, someone on the bus said, you can smile. You, I said, smile? What are, what are you telling me to smile for? And they said, you have a really nice smile. Do you know that's the first time I realized I had a nice smile and that I could smile and that it was okay to smile? Mm. That was such a culture shock for me. It changed my attitude and it really began to shape me for the industry that I work in today, believe it or not. <laughs> Wow, that's so fun. Um, Look at I, that. Yeah, I I just remember when I was like very, I was probably like a fr- freshman or sophomore in college. I went to New York for a little bit and I opened the door for someone at a at a bagel shop 
And this woman like looked at me and she's like, you don't have to do that. You know, so you're saying sorry, instead of then saying, thank you. It just doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> no. Yeah. But it's definitely like a completely different culture. So I always get really excited about like talking about that. <laughs> Well, thanks for joining us this week, you guys. Um, If you enjoyed this episode, uh, you should give us a review on Apple Podcasts and we will see you next week.